Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Lewis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is Seth Geis from the Pistani Studios, John McTavish from the Box Press Studio, June Liu. How are you guys doing? Superb. Good, man. Thought I broke my arm, but turns out it didn't, so all's good. Uh, that's a pretty wide range of how you could... <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Have your... Hey, everything's good, though, guys. Let's everything's just be good. positive. Yeah, my arm's not broken. <laughs> yeah, it's got to slow down on the masturbation yanking right well yeah, I, you know that's why i go lefty sometimes right because i don't want to i don't want to pull anything well, that's not what your wrist tell me <laughs> look at the size of that forearm <laughs> why is it so lopsided <laughs> all right so today we are talking about the mirfell mir robusto uh cigar is four and seven eighths by 50 um that's about all I can tell you about the cigar. The country of origin, factory blender, wrapper, binder, filter, all undisclosed. I can tell you the cigar is $42. Uh, it was released in February of 2023. And uh, we picked these cigars up from Corona Cigar Company. So if you are in the Florida area and near one of their locations, be sure to stop in for a cigar and a libation. But if you're not, you can always give them a call or go to the website, place an order, and they will ship it to you very quickly. Can we just right. say our yeah. notes are all undisclosed and then just give our scores? <laughs> I guess you could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we <That's> should. <laughs> Sorry. Very possible to do that. Yeah. And they have right. the end be like, no, it's really this. It's just like how the split is this. this is... <laughs> all right. What do you, what'd you think about it, June? Uh, okay. So today let's talk about a dried walnut, skin on dried walnuts. Okay. So, mm -hmm. uh, uh this is actually what i put in my notes um so you take you have a dry walnut uh for whatever reason in the first third um it was it was awesome it was it was like it was hyper sweet right like but like sweet creamy like nutty kind of a sweet creamy um uh, but you know sometimes in a walnut especially that skin part it gets to be pretty like bitter and kind of leathery right um and you got a lot of tannins coming off of that uh but for more so for the majority of this car it was that better leathery kind of a tannin filled um um flavor profile that i ultimately thought was passable um especially for 42 dollars all right seth what were your thoughts yeah um listen i first heard was i was getting some cedar sweet spices there were some cloves white pepper you know light tobacco coffee and cream um Medium strength and body, you know, second, third, I got some like additional honey cream notes, some cinnamon, um, tobacco and coffee. Let's see. Uh, yeah. And the final third actually had like that mushroom quality, um, cedar, tobacco, white pepper spice, um, just medium strength and body throughout really amazing burn and draw. It was construction was just perfect on it. So John. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to be repeating a lot of what's already been said, but, uh, I got a lot of spices and graham cracker and sweetness in the first third. Um, the, the interesting thing about the first third is it was kind of the most intense part of the cigar, but it was still kind of at the medium mark. So it was, I would say restrained, uh, European perhaps. Um, and then, uh, June, I think kind of talked about it. There was some tannins that kind of came through at the end of the profile, um, but I found those offset in the second third by uh, creaminess and, and graham crackers. So that kind of did enough to balance it out for me. Um, and then I would say right around three quarters of the way through the second third, some earthiness came in. And I think that's where the profile sort of started 
come unglued for me um, with the last third kind of being mostly just dry wood and creamy earth. So it wasn't kind of at the same level of the first kind of two thirds, but it, it is quite soft. Um, I think you have to reach a lot for the profile and that might be a little off putting for some people who aren't used to smoking like that, but uh, perfect draw and perfect construction. So at least, you know, certainly on the construction side, they delivered on a super premium. Uh, so, you know, pretty good for me. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, the cigar started with uh, toasted cedar and earth. Uh, mild black pepper joined in pretty quickly, and then a floral note a bit later. Uh, second third saw a vegetal note join in, and then the final third saw the pepper depart and the wood bitterness kind of join in and team up with the vegetal note. Um, I thought the cigar had a nice start, uh, but the second third of cedar and earth were kind of dominant and created an overall dryness that kind of took things down a notch for me. Um, kind of cigar made that, maintained that average profile the rest of the way. Um, I just thought the cigar was too dry and kind of needed some sweetness or creaminess to kind of battle that dry core uh, component that was there. Um, I'd be interested in smoking some of the other Vitolas, but at the price point, it just makes it tough to want to want to go back to it and, and do that. So um, I don't know. We'll see if we'll see if I do it or not. I'm not, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with that. Um, all right, so let's get into the scores. We will start at the top with Seth at seven point oh seven. John gave it a 6.82. June gave it a 6.1. I gave it a 6 even. So, Seth, have that 7.07 matchup for you. Yeah, I mean, listen, it the cigar smoked well, and it smoked, you know, construction was great. I thought it was really good flavors. Um, it was a $42 Robusto, though, so <laughs> it really should smoke this well. Um, but in the end, I, you know, we'll get to it. I just still think it's disappointing. I think there's better Cameroons out there. Um, it scored really well, but Again, I think it should. Wait, sorry, I mean, what? It's a better what? What's out there? What? Cam camera what? There's better Cameroon releases out there, man. <gasps> Cameroon. You take it away, John. All right, John, six point eight two. I actually thought that was a little high. Uh I was kind of expecting it to be somewhere between six five and six seven five. So like I think about six eight two and I'm like, is it match six eight two? And I mean, I guess it kinda does, but I it's probably that price point that's kind of throwing me off, you know, because like I think forty two dollars and I'm like Man, for forty-two bucks, it's really got to be in the sevens for me to justify. Um, but you know, it was it was, a, it was cool to experience it. I mean, it was cool to review it. Um, yeah. All right, June six point one. Uh, there's better fun days out there, you know. Fun day? What? Yeah, my uh, my Sorry. my even matches up well. Uh, I mean, above average flavor profile, really good construction. Um, I think I just had a slightly wavy burn. Otherwise, I would have been identical to June. Uh, but for forty-two bucks, I need more than the, than a six. So, um, yeah, pass, pass for me. I also had a bit of a wavy burn, but because I didn't need to touch my lighter, I didn't. Yep. I didn't dock it. So, just, yep. yeah. All right. Final thoughts from you guys. So forty-two bucks on a, a brand that most cigar shoppers. That go, you know, they probably don't know about, right? So, well, if you have a good tobacconist, they're, yeah, they're just gonna be like, "Hey, these guys grow all the Cameroon that Fuentes use." Yeah. So then, I mean, no. that, that's so then the consumer's gonna be like, "Oh, so is this a Cameroon cigar?" And then the, you know, the retailers like, like, no, it's, it's probably it, yeah. we don't know. It's probably a Cameroon wrapper." And then there's probably gonna be all Cuban these speculations. Tobacco in it. I don't know. There's all these <laughs> speculations, and it's just it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, and plus, like that's that's if you have a good tobacconist at the shop, right? That's gonna be able to give you that story. I mean, granted, if most cigar shops that buy this, which is I'm sure not in, 
huge quantity of release. I mean, I just assume that. Actually, I don't know. But it, would, would you they're not going to buy less if they know it. Would you want to spend $42 on a cigar if, if, if you asked your retailer and you said, what's tobacco in the cigar? And they said undisclosed. Would you spend $42 on it? If it was from Dion, mm. from Illusione, I might. But because no, I think... you wouldn't. <clears throat> you that comment makes sense two years ago. It doesn't make Com- sense anymore. Joe. Well, no, but that's what I mean. Like Dion, kind of at his height. Like if you know Dion <laughs> yeah. puts out something, I'm like, I trust him to put out something good. I don't know why he's not disclosing any information because I can figure it out anyways. You know, like like all I need to no. do is talk to a couple of people and they'll tell me exactly where it's being made. So like, I, yeah, I don't but know. But not I, for this. Like this for for this particular release that's undisclosed. You know, new person, new brand in the market, uh, super high pricing. Like, yeah, it's it's a tough sell. I just, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure. Like, maybe the idea is to create um, intrigue, but like, I feel like in today's market, with consumers being more educated than ever, I, I don't, I don't know that that necessarily would do that. I mean, I, I'm just guessing at what their goal. No, they're was, not that educated. Consumers. Yeah, cigar consumers are <laughs> overall no, I, not that issue. No, they just most consumers don't know, and they're never they're yeah. never really going to know. And you know, it's one of these things that I don't know. I think it's yeah, you could probably sell it. I think it's unfair to to put that on retailers. I think it's stupid. Really well, that's do. just it, right? It is going to be on retailer shoulders to be like, well, I think it's and, made here, but then the consumer might think he's just you know they're bullshitting them. It, well, and here's the thing: is okay. Mirafels and the, the Fuentes pandemic, they did a very good job of promoting the Mirafels and educating people in the Mirafel family. And these people grow these people grow tobacco in Cameroon. Okay, so mm-hmm. they have tons of pride on their tobacco that they grow in Cameroon. Wouldn't you want to share that you're using your tobacco? In, in the cigar. I don't I don't know. That's just that's my, what you're known for that most if, people if know, yeah. You know, that's like I don't know. That's like Roman E. Conti. That's like that's like if I owned that's a, like no that, that's like being the winery in Roman E. Conti and saying, Hey, where are these grapes grown? <laughs> We're not gonna tell you. We can't tell you. We don't know where they're growing. I mean they, you know, no. they could be South African grapes for all you know. You don't know what you're fucking getting. Like it's just stupid. Yeah. yeah or like, you know, you go to a Pan Express or like, what do you mean? We don't have orange chicken. What is that stuff? Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways, next cigar. <laughs> All right, wherever you catch this video, be sure to like and subscribe and check out the full written review on the website, developmentpalace.com. Follow us on the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. Cameroon.